T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
All right, I felt this. Listen, I'm just not plugged into the buzz on things. I just need to admit that. Like, um, I think there are a lot of people in the media who do a really good job of engaging with the rest of the media. And it's just never, like, it just doesn't, it's not part of what matters to me about this thing. I'm not trying to high road anybody here. But, like, like I think when it comes to buzz, I think Lima is fantastic at, like, assessing where the buzz is on something, right? Especially in town here. I think you are really good. I think Kenny is really good at it. I'm never really good at it. So, like, last night, I felt like with LeBron thing, there was a lack of buzz leading up to LeBron. Not in the arena, but, like, a little bit. Like where? Like on the radio? Yeah, I just didn't feel like... Like, I felt like it was a bigger deal for the media covering it than maybe the NBA at large. Or, sorry, NBA Twitter at large or NBA Facebook, whatever the hell you want to say it. I kind of feel the same way about the Super Bowl. Like, and I don't want to say there's no buzz for the Super Bowl because, again, I'm not I'm not plugged in on that level. But, like, as, as you watch this, and I've heard Ken and Anthony talk about the likability of these two teams, I think it's entirely... I think it's entirely... I think it's an I think it's actually a possibility that the fact that both of these teams are teams to like or have, that have immense likability to them I think it actually might hurt the Super Bowl because I think the only thing that drives people more than this is my favorite team is I want these people to fail. Really you're dude, you're you're such a cynic man. I don't I don't look at that as a bad thing. I think sports hate is completely logical. No, like the idea is, with I, only sports love, that's 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 homerism. That's eh. that's what I'm cynical about is blatant homerism. So what do you think about last night? Like tell me what you're thinking about why you feel like there wasn't buzz. It just it just didn't feel I let's continue to go back to the Frank Isola line that he said to us yesterday. Fans just don't care about this record. And I think a lot of that is to specific to that record. I think a I think accumulation records are really hard to put in perspective unless they've previously been. Like, you know, 40 years ago, nobody really gave a damn about uh, about the, the passing, you know, who had the most passing yards in NFL history. It was like, oh, okay, cool. By the way, like, Tom Brady has it now, right? Um, See? No, that's a good point. Right. But see, but like that's a, so again, it's less that, oh, they don't care about LeBron or they don't care about the NBA. And it's more like, well, maybe that record just doesn't drive, maybe it just doesn't drive interest. And for a different reason, I kind of feel that way about the Super Bowl. Like, I'm so excited to watch this because I can relax. I don't have to sports hate in the Super Bowl. I can just root, like, I will be happy whether the Chiefs or Eagles win. I will. That almost never happens. I sports hate rooted against the Patriots. I have sports hate rooted against, um, I kind of did against Eli because I was so over the praise Eli got, even though I really loved Tom Coughlin. I have sports hate rooted against uh, the Ravens, the Steelers. This year, I can't find it in me to sports hate root against either one of these teams. And so maybe it's that, or maybe it was just kind of a low-key weekend in the NFL, uh, which kind of, like, 
I think the week off, I think the extra week off kind of slows. Um, I think it kind of slows the momentum of excitement for the Super Bowl. So maybe it's that. But like, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm excited for the Super Bowl no matter who plays. I don't get a great sense that people really understand this could go down. Like from a matchup perspective, from an actual football perspective, this could be one of the best Super Bowls we ever see. Oh, yeah, it could be. Like very rarely do we ever say both teams have elite defenses and elite quarterbacks, right? It's always like, uh, so Mahomes and, and Brady, that's two elite quarterbacks. That defense for Kansas City was not elite. It was really good. It wasn't one of the three best defenses in in the NFL, despite having Honey Badger and Chris Jones and really good players. Right. This Philadelphia defense might be the best defense in the NFL since, like the the '85 Bears. I was thinking the, the Ravens. 2000 Ravens. I, that's like I I don't think we're I don't think we've really wrapped our. Maybe it's because an NF, NFC team. And this we, is an all time. We, we don't really watch the Eagles play a ton. Yeah. Now we watch them play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time I think maybe a lot of people are going to sit down and really just see how great they are. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, same thing for Jalen. I don't think people really understand. And and is he playing with a lot of talent? Yes. Right. Is does he have a head coach? And, and is this coaching staff geared in to bringing out the best of him? I, I yep. mean, yeah, I think they are, Nick. The but he's fantastic. He is fantastic. I just don't know if his first trip to the Super Bowl, he's going to be able to match up with a coach who's been there multiple times and a quarterback has already won one and been to a couple other. That's fair. And But but again, that's the intrigue in this game to me. I don't even think like... I don't even think like the, the Super Bowl... Uh, what is it? What do they call it now? It used to be... Uh, the media day, but now it's uh, opening night. Oh my god! How about another annoying branding thing? Hey, can we get five more dollars out of this? Well, let's call it opening night. It's no longer media day. Oh my god! Yeah, I might be a Somebody little cynical. Call By the way, I'm actually in a great mood today. I know we're just talking. You seem like really salty. We're talking about things that I'm just cynical about. I'm not actually in a cynical mood whatsoever. But like. Yeah, just I, like I am so excited about this, and I look around, and everybody's like, uh, "Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster said some dumb uh, stuff." Juju, ah, uh, uh, who's gonna win the game? Uh, do you think that you're gonna try a Philly cheesesteak? Or maybe it's just too early in the week to have buzz about the Super Bowl. I don't know. It's but, when, I mean, it's Wednesday. It's we're, a hump we're day. Getting, we're getting it's we're getting over that hump. We are, and it brought me into the idea of. Who is, and I, I, you know what, let's play, all right, so Ja Morant earlier this week said after the uh, Dylan Brooks thing, Ja said, oh, we're the most hated team in the NBA, Yeah, talking about the Grizzlies, and, and honestly, he's right, by the way, right, the Warriors aren't good enough to be hated right now, um, the Nets just got broke up. And Kyrie's the reason why I think the Nets were hated. The This Grizzlies team is the closest thing we've had to the bad boy Pistons. With the way they play, with the physicality, the chippiness, the dirtiness, some people might say Dylan Brooks, obviously, being a guy that everybody knows plays dirty or plays physical, however you want to say it. And it got me thinking about in the NFL, with Tom Brady retiring and with Tom Brady leaving New England a couple of years ago, 
who is like, who's the villain? Who's the, because who, I can tell you in, in baseball right now, it's the Dodgers. The Dodgers or the Astros? I was going to say the Astros. That's yeah. actually, Maybe the Astros are the better one. But, like, those are two teams because of the Dodgers' success and the Astros' cheating. The amount of bleep the Astros that I see on, like, a random Tuesday when they're in town. Right. I never see that about the White Sox or the Royals or the Twins who are in the Guardians' division. And the NFL, Who's the, what, who or what are the teams that you watch to hate or that you ignore because you hate? I can't name a team. I'll tell you why you can't. Because I, there isn't? No, because I think it's the Cleveland Browns. Really? Yes. I think, So I'm just living in uh, my bias right here. Well, Cleveland. yeah. No, I, I think we all are. I, but I think every time we've had somebody on to talk about Deshaun Watson, I think the opposite. Because I don't think it's that... Like, I don't think in Detroit they knew that the bad boys were hated until a couple years into that run. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, you look at the real villains, like, in, in New England, I don't think they ever thought their team was the villain. But I think specific to, because it's not just about trading for Deshaun and what he was uh, accused of doing and suspended for. It's actually about, like, I think people in league office hate the Cleveland Browns right now because of the contract. And every quarterback, I, I think you're onto something there. And every quarterback that's trying to get paid this offseason is pointing to the Deshaun contract. The NFL, since that deal was handed out, the NFL and all their merry men and all their, their that PR machine that's behind them have done everything they could to point out that Deshaun Watson's contract is the anomaly. And well, here, it kind of is. It is. It is. By the way, it's a totally valid point. Here's the third leg of why I think the Browns are the only villain, or the sorry, the biggest villain in the NFL right now. The only thing people hate more than repeated success at the highest level, the only thing, is when teams consistently don't reach expectations. I in the same way that we're frustrated and maybe didn't like the Browns, we we love the Browns but maybe didn't like specific Browns teams were all the drama and lack of success. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's just a Cleveland thing. I think there've been a lot of people who've spent off seasons after for the last five years, the Browns have been hyped. The when they drafted Baker hyped Freddie kitchens. He didn't just get hyped in Cleveland guys. Dudes on, on good morning football loved Freddie kitchens. One time in five years, Pittsburgh they've lived started it. Pittsburgh started it. Man, that he had some gall, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. In the movie theaters. Yeah, I. Uh, in hindsight, not a great look, Freddie. There were a lot of not not a good look, Freddie, that Freddie had. But that's Man. neither here nor there. But no, I mean, I I think the Browns have have either met or surpassed expectations after being one of the most hyped teams over the last five years. They've done it once. So. We don't see it because we love the Cleveland Browns, but we even admitted this year. I don't know. I love the Cleveland Browns, right? I don't. I don't know. I love this team, right? Yeah, it's it's a tough team to root for. Um, so when you they, make there, there these are, fans are, say that, there are certain players that are really easy to root for. But like the team Nick overall, Chubb. yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb's a, a 
great reason to root for the Cleveland Browns. But I mean, a lot of people have opinions on Deshaun Watson. A lot of people have opinions on Deshaun or uh, Jimmy Haslam. And on, uh, some people have opinions on Miles. Yeah, going all the way back. I think NFL people have an opinion on Miles going all the way back to the draft when he talked about loving dinosaurs and and classic muscle cars. I think that's accurate. A little bit of NBA. Uh, it's not really news, but we got the trade trade deadline coming up in just over twenty four hours. Uh, we're still waiting to see if the Cavs make a move. Well, Tim McMahon of ESPN saying that a reported deal for Russell Westbrook for Mike Conley, so that's a uh, Lakers Jazz trade, is close to being done. The expectation is that will be anybody who saw Russ after LeBron broke his record. I would imagine I would imagine that that makes a lot of sense. Russ did not look like he wanted to be on the court with LeBron last I, night. I got to say this too, like I was watching with some friends last night and we kept making the comment to each other like if you're on the court with LeBron right now and you know he needs like four more points, why why are guys coming down the court who I've never heard of taking jump shots? Yeah. Why are um, we not forcing the ball to LeBron every possession? You're by the way you're down 12 points. In a game that really no one cares about, other like no one cares that the Lakers win that game. No one's going to remember the Lakers yep. losing to the Thunder by three points. Like, just get the record for LeBron. And you know what's funny about that is there were a couple plays that people were wondering because Russ obviously. Oh, I thought he was ball hogging just just to try and like yeah, just to kind of be a D. Well, and I, there's a reason. LeBron came out moments after Kyrie was traded. Oh yeah, and was like, yeah, we wanted him. Yeah, and not just that, but like, well, now I'm back to the team that we've got, and, and I'm okay yeah, with I that. guess I'll have to settle with the team we have. Like, if you're Russ, listen, Russ is a lot of things. Russ is a prideful dude, man. And and by the way... Oh, I, listen, I think Russell Wilson is one of the hardest working guys. Like, and one of the best shows dudes up. in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a good dude. Like, I've seen a lot of stuff behind the scenes of what he does. Like, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, I think he's, like, lacking some of his skills he once had, his superpowers, if yeah. you will that he had when he was in OKC. But I, I still think that, like, you don't disrespect a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, this was one of the moments where LeBron and his his hold on the media and his, I don't want to say need, but his want to have a commentary out there, mm -hmm. I think hurt him. And I, I, man, it just didn't look like Russell Westbrook wanted to be on the court in any way. So, you and I were just talking about the Super Bowl and the likability of the Super Bowl. And, you know, I got into whether there was a uh, a great villain in the NFL. And I, and maybe it's premature to say that the Browns are. But my – because this year they were underperforming. They went 7-10. and 10. But I do think whether it's the contract, whether it's what Deshaun is accused of, I, I actually think there are Baker bros in the NFL, not just in Cleveland. Whatever it is – there was a time where Cleveland was a team that, oh, man, I want this for the fans. That's all we heard. Oh, I want this for the fans. I want I want the Browns to be good for the fans. I don't hear that as much anymore. And I think in a year's time, if in a year's time the Browns are in the Super Bowl, I think they'll be the villain. I think what happened in the last 12 months – and it's not the last 12 months. The, the the Baker stuff and OBJ stuff has impacted the way people view the organization. I think I think it's going to take a couple years to move away from the PR th stuff that's happened in the last 24, not 24 months, I think. 18 months. I don't know. Time's a flat circle.
Time is a flat circle. Do you agree, like, in a, if in a year's time, the Browns are in the Super Bowl, do you think they'll be the team everybody roots for, or do you think they'll be potentially a villain? Uh, I think that you're right about the villain part of it. I think that having Deshaun Watson here has, has certainly made the Browns uh, look like a team that's really desperate, and they went on, on out on a limb for mm-hmm. a guy that, you know, listen, other teams were interested in him, obviously, we know that, but the Browns gave this guy this huge contract, and... If they get there, it's going to look like the Browns took a shortcut. Yeah. which And people are going to be like, well, you, you again, this is what people are going to say. Mm-hmm. This is not necessarily my opinions, but people are going to say, you know, the Browns took a shortcut and went after a guy with a, a checkered past, and now they're in the Super Bowl, and they don't want to see the Browns have the su- success that they could have or they might have. They'll say they sold their souls for a, a championship. I, I honestly think, and it depends on when it happens. Three years from now, I don't know, right? Like, uh, if you look at, and I use this, I, I don't want to, you know, I know this is a very touchy subject, but if you look at Kobe, and if you look at what Kobe was accused of in Colorado, in something that was very, those next couple titles with Shaq were absolutely, that was a talking point. There were people who didn't like the Lakers because of that. Look to the titles with Powell, five years later, it's not that that wasn't there. It just wasn't there to that level. Right. And so I use that example to say, I mean, even when Kobe at the end of his career, when Kobe walked off the court, well, 80 was it 81 points in his final game. Final game. It was against um, the Utah jazz. I believe even that was like a moment where it was like, that wasn't a part of the commentary on Kobe. So I do think we'll get to a point where it's not a commentary on either the Browns with Jimmy Haslam's own quagmires or the the decision to trade for Deshaun and give him that contract. I do think there will be a point where that isn't the the case. It was 60 points, by the way, Kobe's final game. 60 points. 81 was the Knicks game. Oh, that's right. But I don't know. Is, is Cleveland prepared to be a villain? Uh, we've been picked on long enough. I think it, I think it's okay. Oh no, I uh, don't get me wrong. I have no problem with this town being a villain. But man, we for just, so long they've been the lovable loser. Yeah, I mean, even like whether it was any of the 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 Indians teams and their runs, or whether it was, um, I mean, even in twenty twenty, even with his is kind of outlandish as Baker is, or as an outside pers- uh, personality that uh, outsized personality that Baker is. Even then, I think that team was more of a team that people rooted for because of Cleveland. I don't know we're going to get that 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 lovable loser town, small market, mistake on the lake, we love them now, that kind of thing. I don't know you're going to get it. If in the next two to three years, you go to the Super Bowl. If LeBron had not won the championship back in 16 for us in the Cavaliers, that if this were going to be the championship that breaks the streak, people would feel differently about it. I kind of think they would. Yes. Yes. I, I actually think that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, we've had, we've had good teams. I mean, the, the Indians have had runs here to the world series, mm-hmm. you know, nearly won it in the same year. We won the, the finals. And again, we've had good teams. We've got a good basketball team. Now mm-hmm. the football team is not the bottom of the pits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, football is the Baseball worst team goes to the playoffs every year. Yeah. Football's the the worst organization in town by far. And not, by the way, that's not you and me saying that. 
That's that's just facts. It's perception of of, also, of things outside also of facts. Here. Also facts. So like two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. Would you care if the the Browns went to the Super Bowl in a year and they were the team everybody rooted against? And I only ask because we've just never been there. That I can, well okay. As long as I've been alive, Cleveland has been the underdog town. Even if they've been the favorite in a series. Even with LeBron, like the second LeBron won, that would have been if, if let's say the Warriors don't sign Kevin Durant, that next year, mm-hmm. you would have been the hated because you had won the last one. So if you match up with the Warriors in 2017, and I, I think it would have gone from everybody rooting for Cleveland to get that title, and it would have swung back to either 50-50 or, okay, maybe it's the Warriors' turn now. But the Cavs got lucky. From I'm, I'm, we got lucky in the in the sense that the second Kevin Durant signed in Golden State, the Warriors became the villain. Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. You think Cleveland will be comfortable being the villain? Uh let's go ahead and get to you. You had something that you were thinking about. Which part? With. The Browns going forward and looking at the as the Super Bowl and kind of viewing that as a model for the Browns going forward. Well, I, Lima brought up this morning, and I don't know if Keith found that cut or not, but um, I heard it. I talked to him about it, and it was just kind of interesting because he makes the point that, hey, look, listen, look at the last few teams that have won the Super Bowl or been there. I mean, the Chiefs, the Rams, now look at the Eagles, and you know, a lot of these offenses that these teams run, the Browns are kind of trying to do the same thing now with Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And if I were to ask you, I mean, who's the running back on the Chiefs last year or this year? Or who was the running back on the Rams when they won the, the, the championship, you know, last year? I mean, it was like by committee. Mm-hmm. And you, you look at the Eagles and Miles Sanders, who's a really good running back, and he's going to become a free agent. They're going to let him walk. And it's like, I'm not trying to say that the Browns need to trade Nick Chubb here, but does Nick Chubb really fit? Do we need a Nick Chubb? Do we need a and take Nick Chubb's name out of it? Mm-hmm. Put it more along the lines of do we need that bell cow type of back in what we're trying to run in this offense? Because is he going to get utilized the way that he should? I mean, this is this is not uh, Jacoby Brissett, you know getting in 12 personnel with Baker Mayfield or Jacoby or whatever and trying to just run the football down someone's throat and win a game 13-10 like the Baltimore Ravens do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is supposed to be a team that's high-flying, scoring 30-plus points a game with a quarterback that's going to make everything happen. I want to get to that. We're going to play Lima's take on that, but real quick here, we got Lewis. Welcome to the show, Lewis. What you got for us? I would love for us to be the bad boys. Now, I'm tired of us being choir boys. Man, I wish the Cavs... Jonathan Mitchell trying to get him to be, you know, dogs. I mean, we're on the cusp. I would, I would just love it for us to start dogging teams and other teams hate this, man. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of Cleveland being choir boys. I can't take it anymore. Can't take it any longer. I want some sinful people. I'm tired of these choir boys. I would love it if we were bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. What you, what gonna, you gonna do? do? All right, Lewis. Great, they come for great you. stuff, buddy. Um, I don't think this Cavs team is going to be a bad boys. They'd have to trade for a real son of a, you know what? They'd have to trade for Dylan Brooks. If they traded for Dylan Brooks, uh, which I don't think that's going to happen, because uh, I don't think Memphis is trading him. But if you could, 
If you could trade for Dylan Brooks, that might make the Cavs a villain. I don't think the Guardians are ever going to be the villain. Not as long as we've got Tito. But, and not as long as the any small market team that makes it the World Series, as specifically if they're playing the Dodgers or, or the Braves or the Mets, all of, of big market teams, big budget teams, every Guardians team, and also this personality. No, it's, it's the Browns. The Browns would be the villain because of the circumstance we find them in. Let's go with Dom. Welcome to the show, Dom. What you got for us? How you guys doing? I just want to say that I think the Browns would be phenomenal as the villain. You know, with Deshaun Watson and all this trade talks about Nick Chubb, I just want to say that I think we, we're we going to surprise a lot of people this year. And, you know, they'll say you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Huh? Well, oh. you got a Batman quote in, which is really all I really needed in life. So, um... I don't know that I agree that Cleveland would love being a villain. Because, uh, and I, I submit, LeBron. LeBron was the villain in Miami. And I think LeBron went into that thinking, I'm okay being the villain. If, if I get a couple titles, who gives a damn? One of the biggest reasons LeBron came back, and there were many. It wasn't just one reason. One of the biggest reasons that it made sense for LeBron to come back outside of the basketball team was ready to win with him at that level was it could rewrite his narrative. It could rewrite LeBron and take him. The only thing he could do to unbecome the villain was win a title in Cleveland. Every other title would have been loved. I'm not saying like they would, oh, he would have been the biggest villain. Miami made him the biggest villain. They did, and he kind of embraced that role Yeah, in Miami. I mean, he he went down there and kind of went to the dark side a little bit and won a couple of championships, went to two more. Probably should have had three, to be honest with you. And and also admitted when he came back, yeah, I didn't really like being the villain. No, nah, he likes to be liked. We all like to be liked. Who if wants the, to be the villain? The Penguin in Batman, right? Joker. The Joker. Joker likes to be, yep. Neither of us are the Joker. If the Browns are in the Super Bowl in a year, would they be the villain? And are the Browns a new villain of the NFL? Apparently, we got a trade going on in the NBA. Keith, you want to give us some insight? Well, Shams, it was related to what Nick mentioned in the last segment about the Lakers, Jazz, Timberwolves. I'll give Nick uh, a little chance to pull ah, it up here, but it okay. involves uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so the Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves are in discussions on a three-team deal that would send D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, and draft comps such as a first-round pick to Utah and Mike Conley Jr. to Minnesota. I just Time is a flat circle with LeBron impacting player movement in the NBA. If we remember... D'Angelo Russell was one of the first guys that, if I'm remembering correctly, was moved when LeBron got there. Because, right, they had D'Angelo Russell and Lonzo Ball, and they had too many ball-dominant guards. And then I think he went to Brooklyn. And then after Brooklyn, I think I think he went somewhere else. Like, And now he's back in L.A. It is yeah. the, like, the player movement in the NBA is a little stupid. Like, in like not uh, a bad way. It's I'm not really attacking hard. it. If you're not watching, you know, the other teams in the league on a nightly basis, it's really tough to know, like, who's on what team. Yeah. Like, sometimes and, you'll say a name, and I'm like, oh, he's on the Mavericks, right? And you're like, no, no, he's in New York now. I, I I actually feel that way about – I felt that way about Major League Baseball for a long time. Yeah. It's not just that 
you have 25 players versus five starters in the NBA or, you know, 22 starters in the NFL, but really quarterbacks, edge rushers, and cornerbacks and wide receivers count. But it's more that the player movement in baseball is stupid. The NBA, it's the same damn way. It's just shuffling. It's it's shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic for like 62% of the NBA. Adam, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? Good, man. I'm doing well. What you got? Good. Well, you guys were talking about before the break if Cleveland is ready to be a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure I speak for all fans, but I know I speak for a handful that if we have to be a villain to win, uh, to get the wins, to get a championship, I think the fans would welcome it. Uh, as a Cleveland fans, I think the better question is would other fans be ready? Um, I mean, since I'm only 31, but since I've been around – I feel like the Browns have just been a joke. The Cavs have always been likable. The, the Guardians have always been likable. Um, but, man, I'm tired of the Browns stinking. So if we had to be the bad guys to get a dub, I would love to see it. Uh, I think we kind of have been maybe the last couple years, especially this last year with all the drama we had going on. So, I think we would all welcome so I, being I, a villain. I think for younger fans, I don't think it would be a problem. And I thank you for the call, Adam. Good stuff, buddy. I, I do think I, I think he might have said it that for the older fans they might have a problem. I really don't like the way Cleveland is talked about outside of Cleveland. I don't like the disrespect mm. of 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 this. And I, when I say this town, I'm not. It's not about Clevelanders. It is about the weather. It is about whether people want to go here. It is about whether we deserve three uh, three teams in town because of our market size. And it's always felt like even when Cleveland is the team, because I think more more often than not, Cleveland teams have been the team that everybody's like, ah, oh, bless your heart. But the downside of that is bless your heart sounds like it's a nice thing. Really, it's kind of like an infantilizing look down your nose at people kind of thing. It really is. Oh, you really shouldn't be here, but we're we're pulling for you, buddy. And I feel like that. I feel like that run. It's like pity. Yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like that for this town, which deserves its flowers on a lot of different levels. Like it, it, it really pisses me off when, and like anybody that still makes, uh, uh, oh, the river caught on fire. Oh Pun- God. I, I should be able to drop down to one knee. Doug and punch that. We've heard that joke a hundred times. I'm Doug Gottlieb and, and literally no, nobody likes nobody me. Nobody likes me. That, that'd be like us. Well, actually, no, because Doug's, caught on fire. Doug's credit card scheme, that's actually more recent. Hot dog. Hot dog. Did you steal somebody's laptop? That was actually, I think, Cam Newton. Never mind. Point is, let a man live, live beyond his mistakes. It happened 25 years yes, ago. Yes, it did. But the point is, that's less lay, low, low-hanging fruit than talking about a river that caught on fire like long before that thing happened. But I agree with you. Yeah, I was taking a shot. You took a shot. I did. You take a shot anytime you. Get I really a want to, to get to the Lima shot. thing, but now we got two minutes. Like I don't want to. I don't want to waste the Lima thing. Do you want to do it after four twenty? No, we'll hit back on it. Um, because I think, I think in part talking about you know, are you comfortable? Would you be comfortable with Cleveland be, being the sports villain if the Browns made the Super Bowl next year? Um, I do think the Browns are asking right now, Dustin. Yeah. They are at, I I think every year in the NFL, you put your roster up against the rosters in in the playoffs and say, 
okay, do we run similar things? If so, how's our build versus their build? Because I think the Browns build, and this maybe falls on Andrew a little bit, it maybe falls on three GMs in four years. The Browns are built a little wonkily. And that actually, to me, is much more of a concern about their ability to win and contend every year than Deshaun is at this point for me. Wonkily. Wonkily. Not Willie Wonkily. I mean, it's wonk. Can I have the definition? Depends on what your definition of the word wonkily, wonkily. is. But do you agree? Like, the it's it's not on, on face value. You need an elite edge rusher. You got that. On face value, you need a shutdown corner. You got that. On face value, you need a strong offensive line. I think they have that, although this year was a step back. Okay, what else do you need? You need a franchise quarterback. But it's it's how the pieces fit together that still feels like high-level math to me when I think about the Browns not being yeah, I mean, good listen, next year but being a championship it, team. What's so crazy about it is we look at the Buffalo Bills. That's a team that has everything, right? Wouldn't you say? Like all the things you pretty yeah. much talked about. I know Von Miller was hurt this year, but like they still have other really good players. Their defense is really talented. They've got a franchise quarterback. They've got a great secondary. They've got a, a great cornerstone corner. They've got good receivers. Like they've got good tight ends. They've got everything. Mm-hmm. And yet they still fall short, which tells you it's not always just the pieces. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more that goes into it. The coaching matters. Like the situation matters. Like who you play in the playoffs matter. Home field matters. Yep. It That's all cool. matters. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.